0: Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. This is Polly. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I really want to focus on the practical stuff, right, because this is the stuff I have to be able to do while cooking dinner and folding laundry and handling client Zoom calls, right? These have to be the things we can add into our day and return to time and time again that are going to lift us up and elevate our lives. And um, we're going to talk about grounding today, grounding that energy I'm really about throwing in the good stuff, the gratitude and the appreciation and the movement and and the mindset, all those things. But there are moments in our life when all that is working when there's a lot of energy and we're a little ball of energy. That's what I'm doing now. And we have to be able to step back, take a breath, and reroot ourselves, really ground ourselves in the moment so we don't get burned out, right? I've been buzzing with energy and activity this year I'm I'm taking a writing class to practice a new genre I'm exercising differently Bringing more movement into my life I'm working some really long days Helping with homeschooling Cooking Washing You know, the stuff we do All of us do this stuff every day But there's lots of extra stuff going on Around my work And around my husband's work And I'm excited about it But I know how this goes too I get swept up in the energy and excitement of all these new endeavors, or I get on the hamster wheel, tackling all the things on the to-do list right away. Right? I get a long list, clean the garage, sort out the drawers, get the proposal done, and I want it done right away. So I push myself when I'm energized, when I'm feeling excited. I go all in, super intense, and then I fizzle out, right? I've talked about this with my exercise routine in the past. Fortunately, I've changed that. But first of the year, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to exercise an hour a day every day. And, you know, and I would for the first week. And by the second week, I was so sore and tired, I had little motivation to keep going. We all hit energetic walls like this when we've been given everything out. And we need to take a moment or a week or a day or an hour, whatever that is for us, to step back, to reground ourselves in a very physical way so that we can recharge our energy and our lives. I talk about this concept of recharging a lot in my newest book. You can pre-order it now from your favorite neighborhood bookstore or the big stores as well. It's called You Recharged. And in that book, I talk a lot about sustainable energy, sustainable vitality. Life has its ups and downs for sure. And there are challenges and opportunities that will draw on our emotions and our intellect and our creativity and our physical energy, right? That's good. That's fun. That's when we are fully engaged in our life and energy comes from that. When we are not doing those things, we are ignited. Our interest and our curiosity is inspired and, and ignited to do great things and learn new things, get a lot done. It's invigorating, but it's not sustainable at that level. So in order to sustain our energy, in order to cultivate our vitality so we don't just have these highs and then crash to the ground, We have to cultivate our core vitality. That's the kind of energy that comes from our inner self, our essence. It's the quiet and calm place. It's doing the stuff that makes us feel good at a soul level, not just an external level, not just a work level or an exercise level, but something that we build within. You feel it, that kind of vitality, when you've done something that's been really difficult and and you've done a good job at it, you might feel proud or aware, or connected, or grateful, or curious. These are the feelings that come with the energy. When we've done the thing, when we are connected to ourselves in a deep way, nobody else notices this. We don't need anything from outside ourselves to do this. But that cultivates that core energy that really inspires and sustains all the other things we want to do that the world does see, right? That's the kind of energy that makes us feel whole and authentic. The practices that help us cultivate awareness and emotional intelligence and courage and creativity and patience, those come from within, right? Those are the things that inspire us and move us. This kind of energy and vitality is a whole body thing. If we are constantly engaging with the external world and putting things out there, but never connecting back to ourselves, our inner world, we will at some point feel as though we have nothing left. This is when we start to feel really tired. Fatigue settles in. And then it moves to overwhelm, sometimes anxiety, sometimes burnout, right? This is about the time in my life when I start saying things like, oh my goodness, I have to do everything myself. I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much to do, right? When I start thinking and saying those things, that's a sign to me that I'm depleted that my inner vitality, that I haven't taken time to cultivate that core energy. Of course, it's not true. I don't have to do everything myself. It's not true for any of us. We can call on help. We can hire jobs done, right? We can decide not to do certain things that are depleting. But it's when I hit that mark, oh, it looks like I have to do everything myself if I want to get it done. That tells me that I haven't taken time to ground myself that tells me my energy is draining that internal energy which supports everything else has just drained out and it's time for a little self-care so how do we counteract that energy drain we get grounded notice i didn't say we get balanced we find balance i don't feel balanced not in the traditional way that we talk about it the skills are never equal. There are times my daughter and her school and in the past her sports and friends and emotional needs and whatever. There are times she needed more of my attention, especially when she was younger. There are times my husband needs more support and attention because his work demands change and fluctuates and he's under more stress or he's not home as often. There are times my work needs more of my focus and longer hours in the office Right Times when a whole lot of my energy is going to washing clothes and making dinners and getting the house vacuumed and managing the bills. And there are times when it's all about my work or my books and my health, right? So our lives are never neat and tidy. It's not like one third time goes to the husband and one third time goes to me and one third goes to my daughter. It's not like that. Sometimes we're all in to support my husband or whatever he's doing, or we're all in to support my daughter or myself, right? So it's never balanced 50-50. But you want it to cycle back. So when we're veering toward the family's interests, maybe we're getting ready for a big trip or going on vacation, or we're spending time with my parents, or we're in to a school activity, helping my daughter. When we veer heavily toward one direction, there's a time when all that energy swings back into the next thing. It's not 100% focus on any one thing the entire time. We shift and adapt and grow. And that's how life goes. That's the rhythm and flow of life. There are parts of the year when I'm more diligent about exercise, riding the bike every day, other times when I'm more focused on golf or circuits. It's about being agile and adaptable to what's going on around us without neglecting the things that cultivate our energy and well-being. But lately, I've been going all in to my work and my family, and I haven't taken the time to come back and reroute myself in this moment, in this body, in this space. And that's what I mean when I say grounding. It's not about pulling out of things. It's about taking time to center ourselves personally in our own awareness, in our own feelings, in our own physicality, so that we have more energy to give to the things we care about. I think of it like a car battery. When that battery drains, we need to charge it with an external source, right? The, the cables, the charging cables. And then we rev that energy up as we drive the car around to recharge that battery. We put that battery to work. And then we come home and that car sits in the driveway for a couple more days. But when it sits in the driveway, it doesn't drain out. It sustains itself because we've charged it from the inside out. And then we've engaged it in the world and used it. Right? And so when we come back, it sustains itself. And that's what we're talking creating sustainable energy by taking a minute to ground ourselves. So, what does grounding look like? Here are a few ways you can think about it and practice it it's mindfulness, it's slowing down at various intervals throughout your day to really feel your body in the space. What does your weight feel like in the chair? What is the texture? your hands are touching on the desk. What do you smell? What do you taste? Come back to your senses and focus only on what is before you in this moment. No judgment. You don't need to have an opinion about what you're noticing or experiencing. It's simply in the experience of it. Mindfulness is giving focused attention to what's before you now, what your experience is now. A good way to practice this is to get up and wash your hands. And while you're washing your hands, feel the warm water roll over your fingers, hear the squeak of the soap bottle when you squeeze the soap on your hand, then what does that smell like, right? My, I have a lemon-scented hand soap right now. I love washing my hands, I love the smell of that thing. So. It's slowing down to be deliberate in your actions and giving attention to those actions. Often I do this at the transitions of my day. So if I'm working on a project and I decide to take a break or move on to another project, I'll pause for about 30 seconds in that moment just to sit and ground myself in this moment to notice what my body feels like and, and what I'm smelling and and tasting and touching and thinking, no judgment, but just to really become present. When we do that, it takes a lot of stress out. When we are mindful, we are not freaking out about what might happen because we're not thinking about it. We're in the present moment. If you can do that for 30 seconds or a minute or five minutes at various times throughout the day, you're going to be more rooted in what's real the only thing we have is right now and much of our worry and stress comes from what ifing or what might happen we worry about what might happen what if I don't make the deadline what if my daughter gets sick right what if I don't get the paycheck what if what if what if and often those things don't even happen so we put a lot of energy out there we are just Floods out into the universe. We give it away. Mindfulness helps us come back. I think movement is a good way to get grounded. Now, this can be exercise for you, but for me, movement can be even just sitting and being aware of what my hands are doing or what my shoulders feel like. It's also a form of of mindfulness for me. I can do this while I'm sitting. I I have a notebook that I write in every day, morning pages, and listening to the sound of the pen and the movement of my hand across the page is really grounding for me because I'm making something, I'm putting myself into that moment, and I'm using my energy to create something tangible. But movement is also walking around the neighborhood. That is a way to ground yourself. It's great if you can do it without your earphones and without any phone calls or music or disruptions. And just let the body propel you and notice what you notice. That's a good way to be grounded in the world. And that ties in with the making something with your hands. That can ground us too. Especially if you're working with natural fibers or clay, paper, wood, if you are shaping something with your hands, the outcome doesn't matter, right? Food, but your hands are doing the work and it's grounding you in your physical self and pulling the heart and the brain and the body in together. Because when you're making something, you have to have an intellectual component, right? A creative component where you're thinking about the next steps. But you're also putting your physicality to work, to carry out those next steps and when we make something it's coming from a very personal part of ourselves it's something we generally care about and we feel connected to so that activates the heart these three things are very personal and they root us in ourselves which is a way to get grounded meditation it ties in with mindfulness meditation can be five minutes or five hours um When I meditate, I meditate about 10 minutes a morning before the day gets noisy and starts. And we don't have to make this hard. Sit in a quiet place. I like to sit up. I sit on the couch, so I'm in a soft spot, but I sit straight back. And I have my feet on the floor. You don't have to pretzel up like a yogi. And put your hands on your knees or on your thighs with the palms flat or upright if you want, facing out in the air. And sit quietly and notice your thoughts. This is called mindfulness meditation, so it it fits in with what I was talking about early on. Notice your thoughts. Let them come through with clouds or focus on your breath. Don't judge them, but be still. And there's no wrong way. So if you find yourself having a hard time being still and focused, hey, welcome to the club. Me too. Some days are better than other days. I will tell you this with a gentle practice every day, it becomes a whole lot easier to do. And there are times now I can slip into a meditation where it's been a half hour and I thought it was like five minutes. My mind wanders, of course, and I pull it right back to my breath. Oh, there's that thought again. I see you. Okay. Breath. And focus on that, right? Sometimes I close my eyes and I focus on the center point uh, between my eyes. The third eye, kind of, that area. You can focus on a picture of Buddha or Jesus or a beautiful scene that you like. A candle. The point is to stop your inner being and your outer being and bring those two together to just be fully present noticing the energy and your thoughts without following them. And that takes some discipline. But if you sit for five minutes and find your mind wandering during that time, it's not because you're doing it wrong. That's part of the process. So be patient with yourself if you try meditation. There's a whole lot out about it on the internet. You can find, uh, for me, mindfulness meditation was the easiest way into it but you can also work with a teacher. Transcendental meditation uses a mantra. There are all sorts of ways to get involved. I think sometimes people are put off by this because they they think it's so tricky to do. No, it's not tricky to do at all. And it's, so useful to me. It It's so settling and grounding to me. I feel much more alert, much more relaxed, uh, curious when I come out of a meditation. Um, it's not hard to practice. The challenge is watching our mind, right? Because, man, do I have a lot of things rolling through there. And they're ridiculous things often. But it's interesting to put myself physically and emotionally in that, in that practice to slow things down so that can really be deliberate in what I'm doing doing. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to suggest for grounding is solitude and quiet. This is my mainstay. This helps me get through my life. I need moments every day where it's just me quiet. Sometimes I get two minutes. Sometimes I have to go in and take a shower just to get it, which usually results in me being interrupted and throwing a fit and saying, I just need five minutes to myself. Often I get up early in the morning and I don't turn my phone on or anything. I just sit there and do my morning pages and do my meditation and have that quiet. This is how I refill. This keeps me from letting all my energy escape to things that I really love, people and things I really love, but I don't want to get to that depleted level. I want to have that kind of sustainable energy that I want to give out to the world through my work and, and my family time and my relationships that I care about. So I care for that. And I know if I don't get some moments of quiet every day that I'm going to be crazy. I'm going to be impatient and irritable and tired and uh fragile and emotional and that's okay too but I feel better when I've taken a minute to ground myself in the quiet and I've been uh, a typical introverted mentality but I've been at parties and other places where I've had a really been having a really good time and I need to escape I'll go outside for a minute or I'll go into the bathroom for a minute and just take a breath to reground myself and cultivate that energy and care for that energy okay So sound possible? Do you notice times in your life when you need to reground, when you need to pull back and work on cultivating that inner energy? We do this a lot with our external energy, right? We need a perk. So we exercise or we put food in our body that energizes us or we go to sleep or we buy something or we do something that inspires or excites us, right? That's a way of bolstering our physical energy the food and the exercise and the sleep particularly we need to also come back and work on cultivating that inner vitality that core essence you can do this also through prayer anything that allows you to connect with that heart part of yourself and you'll know it when you do because you'll feel better right so simply start today i want you to try a new practice now stay with me this is a little woo woo But give it a go at least a couple of times. I do this all the time. And uh, I always laugh a little, but it always helps me. So one way to really ground yourself in the second, especially when you're feeling a little crazy and things are feeling outside of your control or realm or you're feeling overwhelmed, is imagine yourself grounded, like actually tethered to the earth. Imagine yourself with a rod... Like a lightning rod or a line coming through your head, down your back, through your bottom, and out into the earth. It's tethering you to the center of the earth. And all the energy of the universe is coming through you. It doesn't hurt. It isn't shocking. It's your essence, right? You are an energetic being. So imagine this energy coming from the universe, flowing through you into the ground at the very earth's center. You're grounded to the earth by this cord. You are part of the earth and part of the atmosphere and the space and the universe. In fact, we're made of the same things that make the stars. We are, we are the essence of the universe, right? So draw all this energy through the cord that's connected through your body and into your earth and feel that energy coming down through your head, through your back and body, legs and feet and into the earth. And then imagine that energy cycling back out of the earth through you, through your feet and legs and back, shoulders and neck, pulling out through the crown of your head. You are a conduit and a catalyst of energy. We know this is true, right? Everything on the planet is energy. Imagine All of that energy flowing through you easily, through this cord, through the earth, through space. We are part of all of that. And when you are feeling depleted or when you're feeling ungrounded, do this visualization. Imagine your cord. You are tethered to all this and you are part of all this. And that energy will flow through you. Will you try it? Let me know if you try this. I love this practice and I laughed about it in the beginning. I thought this is hokey, but I love it. When I'm feeling really at loose ends, I imagine myself connected to the center of the earth with all of that energy flowing through me and I feel a lot more settled and a lot better. Let me know if you do it. You can tweet me at PLCampbell or go to my website, polycampbell.com and write me a note. Let me know. You can also give me a comment on, Our Facebook page at Polly Campbell Author, and check out the book too. You recharge. I think you'll find some other ways. To bring that kind of essential vitality in your life and feel better. I mean, I had to go through it a few years ago. I really was at a stuck place, not feeling good about anything. And so these are the practices and the research that I did to get myself back because we all have those moments and I just didn't want to be stuck there. You recharge, you can pre order it now. So take a look. That brings us to the Simply Nifty segment. There's another practice for grounding and, and some people call it earthling and it's just being studied now. There isn't a lot of research on it. But I thought you'd find it interesting. So the Simply Nifty today is this really cool article at healthline.com slash health slash grounding. And it talks about the kind of uh, other ways of grounding physically to the earth. It's it's called earthing. So uh, many people and again they're just starting research on this believe that reconnecting to the earth in a primal way is a way to ground and get in that connection zone with the energies of the earth. So walking barefoot, have you ever, you know, walked in the grass on a warm summer day, walking in the grass or sand or mud, allowing your skin to touch the ground? They say can provide that kind of energy that we're talking about. When you increase the skin-to-earth contact, especially with the the soles of your feet and the palms of your hand, they say, and there is some very small research, some very small studies on this, that you are going to be tapped into that universal flow um, and feel better, feel energized. So, Being in water, and I, for me, I think this is true. Um, Water is a real grounding. When we align with those natural qualities and elements on the planet, we can feel better. They they are looking at this to see if grounding this way, being in touch with nature in this way, can help manage uh, anxiety and depression. And they've seen some results that show it does. They've shown that it can manage our pain and be used in chronic pain relief and also um, for recovery from exercise. Chronic fatigue. Massage therapists in one small study reported a decrease in their fatigue levels when they use grounding mats and grounding patches that allow you to connect with these elements if you're not comfortable walking around barefoot or doing those kind of things. So I don't know for what it's worth. I I think all this is connected. I think all this stuff is related. So I think anytime we can be connected to those essential elements makes sense. But I think this is a real good article. It mentions the studies I'm talking about and has links to them. Uh, It's a good introduction. I think it's simply nifty. So check it out on www.healthline.com slash health slash grounding. And I'll put this in the uh, show notes on the podcast website. So if you want to go to the podcast page in the description of the podcast, I'll have the link to this article there so you can check it out. Listen, we know that energy both transforms and transfers. Think about the basics. Water and wind energy transfer to a power grid where it is then transformed into electric energy. So we have lights to turn on, right? Or heat to turn on. Calories and food transfer to our bodies, transforming the energy in the food to energy for our bodies to use. We are all energetic beings. We need to cultivate it. And develop it. So our engine is always going strong. And that means engaging with the world externally. But coming back and grounding ourselves internally at the same time. We are both a conduit and a catalyst for energy. And to cultivate it and nourish it. We can transform and transfer it into a world of the things we love. And the things we love to do. When we do that. I think we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. True cast. True cast. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. We oh, got this chair. No, it's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big Touchdown. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace Peace and power. Electric ass.